Good morning, everyone. My name is Prophetess Lou. Welcome to the Glory Room. I hope you all are having a blessed morning. Let's get started with a word of prayer, then we get on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us. We thank you for being the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We thank you for being our everything. Father God, we ask if you partake in your word that you help us apply it to our life. Father God, we ask you to help us get deeper understanding of your word so we can understand what you're trying to say to us today. Father God, we're looking for a word from you. So Father God, we ask you to help us see and hear that word. Father God, bless the ones that are reading it and bless the ones that are hearing it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Key verse today is Matthew 16 and 26. What good would it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Topic, how to forfeit our soul. Affirmations, I'm going to say it and pause by each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm going the right way. I'm choosing righteousness. I'm choosing holiness. I'm choosing Christ. Thoughts. Which way to go? There's so many ways and decisions we can make when it comes to life. And honestly, it's so many different religions. So many offer peace. Some offer change and enlightenment. But honestly, all of them can't give you what God can. I've seen people that have known God their whole life become an atheist. And they let go of the idea that God is all that they need. They abandon God because they feel he doesn't help them with anything. So why should they stay with someone that is never there? They argue that if life is supposed to be easy with them, why isn't it? Another argument is made, where was he when I needed him the most? No matter what happens in our life, we decide whether we will stand for something, which is God, or stand for nothing, which is the, the false ideals that we can make it on our own. And sure, you see people with millions, they, they they are doing amazing to that eye view, but, but spiritually and mentally, they're broken people and they look for every way to be whole and to feel something. Why? Because they have everything and indeed that's not helping them. Word, the word of God tells us two things about this. One, Matthew 16, 26. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or how, what can anyone give in exchange of their soul? Two, 2 Peter 2 and 1. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresy, even deny the, the master who brought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction see this verse tells us that we can gain everything in the world and still lose this central thing which is our soul it even tells us we can't even exchange anything for our soul the second verse tells us that the teachers that are among us will have a theology that brings down our ideal and deny our ideal of one true master which is god friends this world is built to do one thing it's to destroy your relationship with god and cause you to lose your anointing that god has given you to carry we must be careful. We can choose whatever we want. We can even believe in whatever we want. It's called free will. With free will comes darkness. With free will comes no peace. With free will comes emptiness. For a little while, you will feel great and amazing. For a little while, you experience the high feeling of this feeling that everything is possible with life. That's what the enemy wants to do. He wants you to think we have the power. In fact, we lose more. Jude 1 4 says, for certain people have crept in unnoticed. How long 
ago were destined for this condemnation on godly people who pervert the grace of God into sensuality and deny our only master and Lord Jesus Christ. It tells us here that some have crept in, some have come in to prevent grace for God. They will only tell you a measure of the truth. They won't tell you about their sleepless nights. They won't tell you about never having peace, no matter how much sage they burn or how much they get high or even if they drink the finest wine, nothing, nothing will help them escape that they're feeling because they have denied the master, the only and only Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 12, 10 says, For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness, insults, hardship, persecution, and calmliness. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This verse here tells us that when we pick our, when we choose God, we choose holy lifestyle. When we choose a righteous lifestyle, we never have to experience being weak because in our weakness, we have strength in God and that he will comfort us and give us what we need. Today, if you feel that you're at a point that you're tired emotionally and that you don't have any more to give of yourself, give yourself more to God. The more you give, the more he will give. And the more you release, the more he will release. He won't leave us to battle what's going on in our heads alone. He won't allow our hurt to weigh us down. But we must talk to him and give him everything. Can you do that? Have you done that? If you haven't, give yourself more to God. Try it today. Try him how... Tell him how heavy your heart is, and he will be there to pick you up. He will be there to pick up the rest. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for everything, for being everything to us. Thank you for healing and hearing us. Lord, we thank you for being what we need. Lord, situations get so heavy that we need peace, and sometimes we want something so fast that we don't slow down to give you time to give us true peace. Lord, today, help us not to lose our souls. Help us not to lose you, most importantly. Lord, Forgive us. Thank you for giving us your son that we may live so that we may reach heaven for us to have grace. Father God, we are sorry if we have done anything to offend you or to or the Holy Spirit. Please forgive us in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Topic today, how to forfeit our soul. It's so easy to forfeit our soul. It's so easy to deny the peace of God. It's so easy to turn our back on what we know and to go to what we don't know. Because sometimes people like the unknown. But if I could be honest with you, I don't like the unknown. It makes me feel very insecure. It makes me feel very off. But you have some people that likes the unknown. Some people think I have tried it this way. I've tried it his way. I've given my will. I have given I have given up my will to pick up his will. And life still is wrong. Bills are coming in. He said he would help me, but it's no help. He told me he'd be the peace if I keep my mind on him. So where is my peace? He said he's my provider. He's my refuge. But when I go to him, it's nothing. So why can't I try it this way? Because everyone else is trying it this way and they're confident. Everyone else is trying it this way and they have money to pay their bills. Everyone else is trying it this way, and they look like they have the time of their life. So why should I stick here? That's what people say. But the truth of the matter is, yeah, they're having fun. Yeah, they're gaining. Yeah, their bills are paid. Yeah. They have peace for now. But what people don't see 
is the other side. It's when they go home after the party's over and the lights are off and they're driving home and they make it to the home, they turn on their lights and they sit in their living room in their big fancy house. The emptiness that fills them and overwhelms them. They don't see that side. They don't see the side of what do I do now? People only see people on Instagram and Facebook and they see them living this lavish life and they see them smoking and drinking and dancing and, and hooping and hollering and throwing money up in the air. But do you see the other side when the camera turns off? That they're picking up their money and they're sitting there and they're thinking, they have to be more to life. And if you have that feeling, that have to be more to life, then you need to connect with God. Because you're on the verge of losing your soul or I have lost your soul. Sometimes we look at what people do on Instagram and we're like, oh man, fast money, fast cars, I want that. Or it's not going to hurt that I drink and I smoke and I party. I'm having a ball. My life is going great. I'm enjoying my life. But when a situation hit, those same people that says that, they say, I don't know what I'm going to do. What do I supposed to do? I've lost everything now, so what do I supposed to do? And they run to their friends that they was parting with and they can't find them. And they run to this place and they try to get some weed or some, some, some wine and, and drink and nothing still fills them. I remember one night I was so depressed that the more I drink, it seemed like the deeper I got into my slumber, my slump. And I kept thinking to myself, why isn't this working anymore? Mind you, this was maybe eight months before I gave my life to Christ. I'm like, why isn't this working? Why am I drinking and nothing's going away? So I drank more and more and more. I was so drunk that I landed on the floor. And I stayed on the floor all night. When I woke up, that feeling was still there. I thought maybe I need to drink more. I kept drinking and drinking and drinking. Because that feeling wouldn't go away of emptiness. That feeling wouldn't go away of I'm not good enough. That feeling wouldn't go away that I have all this money and I have a nice job and I have a nice car. So why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling like nothing else is mattering? Like nothing else is connecting and giving me joy. Like I called it joy then, but it wasn't joy. And now looking back, I realized that I was on the verge of feeling really, really lost. Because when you're in it, you don't feel lost. When you're in it, you don't feel like a sinner. When you're in it, you don't feel like you're going to hell. When you're in it, you it's not that many days where you, you feel lost. Because the enemy doesn't want you to feel like that. He doesn't. Because if you feel like that, then you start searching for other things. And you might luck up on God. So he's not going to make you feel that way. But for some reason, I was feeling this way. I couldn't figure it out. And as I gave my life to Christ, I realized that my soul was crying out for Jesus. My soul was crying out for a peace that passes all understanding. 
See, you could forfeit your soul by gaining nothing because in this world, money, cars, and houses are nothing. Now, it's not to say God can't give you a car. God can't give you a nice home. But when you gain these things the wrong way and you make these things a priority, that's when they're nothing. Let's look at some key verses. Okay, first key verse. We're going to go to Matthew 16 and 25. Go to Matthew 16 and 25. I'm still in the NLT version. Verse 25, if you, if you try to hang on your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. See, it says here, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. Just like what we just discussing. When you try your best to hold on to everything that isn't of God, when you try to hold, hold on to your life, because People find, like I said, life in things, money, things. But when you try to hold on to that, it tells us, but if you give up, but it says if you hang on your life, you'll lose it. Because you're holding on to something that isn't yours. Your life belongs to God. Your soul is crying out to God. It says, but if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. When we give our life to God, when we say, God, this is it. I surrender to you. I give you everything and fully surrender. Not half surrender, not uh, lukewarm surrender, but fully surrender and give to God. You have given, you have given yourself the best shot to in life by giving yourself to God. See, a lot of people be like, oh, I want to win in life. I want to win in life. But you're losing in life when you try to hold on to the things of this world. But you win in life when you give yourself and surrender yourself and devote yourself to God. See, this is a relationship that you have with God. So you can give your life to God and you have some people that will pick it right back up. I give it to them, but I need it back because I got stuff to do. No. Our will must be his will. Because our life don't belong to, to us. It belongs to him. We lose our life when we hold on to it. It won't make sense when we hold on to it. You have people that are 40, 50 years old and they be like, I want to I wanna know what's the purpose of my life. I feel like I don't have a purpose. Because you have sat around all your life doing things that you want to do and not surrendering your life to God. You don't know because you never ask God what do he want you to do. You don't want to be so late in life trying to discover what your purpose is when your pur main purpose was to give your life to God so he can give you purpose. Hello? Hmm? Let's go on to number 26. It says, what do you do? What do you benefit if you gain the whole world but those but lose your own soul? Is anything more worth more? Is anything worth more than your soul? 
Let's go to 27. For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of the Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. See, you can think that you're doing everything in your life to set yourself up for the great life. I'm setting my kids up for a great life. I'm setting myself up to have a great life. But in fact, you are not. You're not helping anyone. Because you can give someone riches. You can you can leave a bunch of money to kids. And some kids are just ungrateful. They're not gonna, not gonna mean nothing to them. They can take that money and blow through it with just one sitting. And you have some kids that are grateful and they still will blow through it. See, money, it doesn't matter what you do with money. It, it, it doesn't. You can invest it, you can, you can, you can do anything you want. You just line it up and under your mattress, you can put it in a safety box. It doesn't matter. It's money. But having money doesn't get you into heaven. You, as these young people say, you can have two racks and still won't get you into heaven. You can have five racks and still won't get you into heaven. You can have all the money in the world. You could be the number one billionaire in the world. I promise you, it will not get you into heaven. Because when God, when Jesus comes back with his angels, he's going to judge us according to what we do. He's going to judge you by holding on to money and not letting it go. He's going <clears> to <throat> judge you about how much you drink and how much you smoke and how much you have these illicit relationships. He's going to judge you or not for you not coming to him in your life. So what are you going to do when you're in hell? Burning. That's the reality of it. I know someone's going to not going to like this conversation because it makes people uncomfortable talking about hell. But the truth of the matter is, if we don't live a life of righteousness, whether we wear the title of being saved or living the life of being or trying to live the life of, of if we are just wearing the title of being saved, we are not going to heaven. You must live it. You must live a righteous and holy life. I was talking to someone the other day and they asked me my hobbies and what did I do? And I, I told them I'd go back to work, go back and forth to work, record and teach and, and you know, simple stuff. And they was like, that's all you do? Girl, I got to go out and club. I got to go out and drink. I gotta go out and get high. I gotta do more than this, Dad. I'm like, yeah, okay. See, it's a difference. I used to seek those things, and not, well, I didn't go out and at club. Sorry, that's my prayer, Lord. I I used to, I didn't go out, but I used to drink. I, I drunk at home. And see, those are the things that I seek was drinking on the weekend. But now I seek going home. And when I get home, I worship God while I'm taking a shower. And then I pray to him and I submit my body to him when I get out and I pray. See, I, I do that so I can discipline myself and give myself to him. So he may, may cleanse me from all unrighteousness. See, that that's what I look forward to in the evening is going home. That's my relaxation is going home and worshiping him from the top of my voice. And praying to him until I can't pray no more. That's a good time to me. See, when Jesus comes back and he looks at what you've been doing. And it doesn't line up with the righteousness of him. and The holiness of him. You have lucked out. While you're looking for a good time. You're looking for your soul. And you're looking, for, you're looking in the wrong places. 
you're going to the wrong places. You're allowing your soul to go really to hell. It says it's here, 28. I tell you the truth. Some standing here right now would not die before they see the Son of Man coming in, the, in, his, in, in his kingdom. If you have time, read Matthew 16, 21 through 28. This right here, he truly tells people that if you're not living the right life, it doesn't matter what title you carry, you will go to hell. He even tells Peter on, on 23, he said, Jesus turned to Peter. He said, no, let's go back up, Father. Well, this has nothing to do. It has a little bit to do with what we were talking about, but we won't go into that. So we'll go on to our next reference verse. Okay, so we already read our next reference verse in Matthew 16. So Matthew 16, 25, Matthew 16, 27 are in the same book, obviously. So when you get time, like I said, read that whole little chapter. You can read the whole chapter if you have time. I should have made it a reference verse, but uh, a further reading verse, but I didn't. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Go to Job 27 and 8. If you still have your Bibles out, go to Job 27 and 8. Okay, 27 and 8. For what hope do the godless have when God cut them off and take away their life? Verse 9. Will God listen to their cry when trouble comes upon them? Verse 10. Can they delight in the Almighty? Can they call to God at any time? Verse 11. I will teach you about God's power. I will not conceal anything concerning the Almighty. Verse 12. But you have seen all this, yet you say all these unuseless things to me. Let's go back up. It says, for what hope do the godless have when, they, when God cut them off? See, God, God doesn't hear a righteous person's prayer. He, he doesn't. It, that's what the word says, that he doesn't hear their, their, their prayers. But I feel like prayers and crying out are different. For me, I feel like it's different. Because he heard my cry. I wasn't praying. I was crying out to him. I cried out to him. I said, if you can hear me, I know I have not talked to you. I know I haven't prayed to you. I know I haven't really connected with you. I said, but I feel a certain way. And I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I was in my closet with the door shut, shirt bloody, because I just got in a fist fight with um, a roommate. I remember having my back up against the wall because I had blocked the door. And I was sitting there, I was, I was crying. And I said, I don't know where I went wrong. And I just sat there. I remember feeling very lost. And I heard his voice just as plain, just as clear. He said, Lou, he said, you have not followed me. He said, you don't pray. He said, but I love you. And I cried. 
I cried so much because all I wanted to do is to feel loved. All I wanted someone to do is love me. And I wasn't getting that from my family. I wasn't getting it from the person I was living with. I felt so unloved. When he said that to me, I felt this overwhelming warmth all around me. It was odd. He said, I love you. He said, why don't you come back to me? Why don't you come to me? And I kept shaking my head because I didn't want to give up drinking. I didn't want to give up what I was doing. I didn't. But then I got to realizing sitting there is that what I was doing, what I, how I was drinking, wasn't helping me. And I knew he was the only one that could help me. I knew it. And in that closet, I gave my life to God. See, when your soul is tired, some people take a gun and they blow their head off. Some people take pills, they end their life. Because their body and soul is tired. We have to start praying for people that are lost in this world because they're forfeiting their soul and they don't know what they're doing. The topic today is how do you forfeit your soul by declining God's love, by declining his peace, by declining and turning away from the word of God. That's how you forfeit your soul is by picking the world over God. That's how. We have to start allowing ourselves to let our prayer life be more about the loss and interceding for people. And some people are like, well, they, they doing what they want to do, so why should I pray? Because you're supposed to. The word of God says, how can you say you love God, but you hate your brother? You can't hate anyone and say that you love God. These souls are lost and they're forfeiting their soul. We have to start being the beacon that pray for these people. And because I had a praying mother, she prayed for me every day. I didn't realize then that she she prayed for me every day until she told me after I gave my life to God. See, prayers like that help someone. Because when we can't pray for ourselves, who do you think prays for us? It's the intercessors. It's the pastors and prophets and Christians that, that decides to get up every morning or every day and pray for the laws. How do you think that some of these things happen. Yes, it happens with God, but with the prayers of other people, that's how people, some people's soul gets saved. 
I always pray this prayer. God, if it's not me saving that person's soul, send someone, place someone in their life to save their soul. Anyone can forfeit their soul. I hope you all enjoyed this devotional. Um, my time is getting cut out. Um, remember, Jesus loved you. I love you too. And if you feel that you're lost and you feel like you, you picked the world over God, please today go to God and ask for forgiveness. Thank you.